Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We're very glad that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back and relax with us. We hope that when you leave this moment, that you leave inspired and enlightened and in search of how this word we're going to talk about today plays out in your life. My name is Stacey Johnston. I am honored to be here with you. Equally as honored to always sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today, Kathy? I'm doing great. Uh, looking forward to these conversations as always. How are you? I am d- the same. Always here, always intrigued. I love having these conversations. It is a, I get kind of excited when we're getting ready to have one of these because I always love the inside that comes to light. You know, I think sometimes we give out a word and I hear this moment hesitation like, oh, I don't know anything about that word. And then we get these brilliant conversations and people realize how much they really know about what we're talking about and, and the insight and the light that comes out, the transparency to me is just just a gift. Such a great way to spend my morning. How about you? I really, and I'm sure I've said this a hundred times, but I really just appreciate the difference in opinion and difference in just a difference. You know, I appreciate that everybody has different viewpoints and different feelings and definitions and you know, about how a single word plays out in their life. It's very intriguing to me. I love it. It's just like a learning experience all along the way. So let's get this conversation on the road today. We have a gentleman returning with us. As a, he was a previous guest on our Uncaped Heroes podcast. We were very honored to have him and honored to have him back as a returning guest. So ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jared McCaffey, how are you today? I'm really well. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, or or uh, I'm I'm actually calling it uh, play and fun, and which is the theme I've kind of brought in for myself for 2023. So this feels kind of ideal. I'm a little bit excited and a little bit nervous. <laughs> ah, tell me. So what intrigues you about this conversation? What made you want to come back and banter a word with us? Uh, well, first off, I love what you do and. And this idea of mind candy just kind of brings a sense of playfulness and a sense of fun, and that got me intrigued. So, yeah, that's, that's what brought me back. Very good. Well, today we're going to talk about the word idea. So when you hear the word idea, what's your first thought, Jared? Ooh, okay, so idea, what about this idea? Uh, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is that it brings the idea of something new. It's, when I think of the word idea, I'm thinking of something, a new concept, a new thought, uh, even, I guess, another point of view, and I'm already curious as to what you're, that you're going to be, have a completely different idea as to what I will, and that just even that alone is, is um, it starts to open up the space, and it makes me curious. Uh, idea, uh, yeah, bringing new ideas into, into, into the space just creates, expansion and expansion is really important for for us as human beings 
like that. I like that idea it brings something new and a new concept or a new point of view. I think a lot of people probably see idea as that same kind of thing, a new thing. Kathy, how about you? When you hear the word idea, what comes to your mind? I think it goes a little deeper, right, because everybody's different, right? Everybody's brain works different. Everybody's future is different. Everybody, it's all different, right? So idea to me is something that is meant for you, right? It's meant for your brain specifically. And everything is linked together. Everything's tied together. So if you have an idea, it's been sparked by something else. So opportunity, maybe. I like that. I like that, that you see this opportunity. Yeah. You know, I think when I, <clears throat> I think that there are hints from God on what's possible for you. Right, you say you have a, a business idea or a teaching idea or a content idea or just anything. Something comes right in the brain like, what can I do with that? And then all of a sudden you get this idea and you go, I got an idea. And I think that idea is the hint from God to say, I got your back on that. I'm going to watch you unfold it, but I got your back on that. Because I think, it, like you said, if it wasn't for you, the idea wouldn't come to mind. Right? Like not one time have I spent any time thinking about what it would be like to be a butcher. Right? So I don't get any ideas about stuff like that. When it comes time to cut up the deer, I'm like, I'll wrap it. Okay? Because that's not, that's not my thing, if that makes any sense at all. And so for me, I think ideas that come to me for my life, for my pattern, for my job, for my family... Those are hints from God going, yeah, you could do that. I got you on that. Or it wouldn't come to my mind. Jared, where does that take you? Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Um, I, what, what I was kind of pondering there is that, uh, again, it's, you know, we've just started 2023, and my focus this year is... I was talking about playfulness and fun, and never specifically in relation to my relationships, but I, I, even more so my primary relationship with my wife. And I, I was looking for ideas. How do I? How, because I'm really good at doing things, but quite often I forget about being, being the human being, and uh, where connection with with what's really important in our lives is our connection with our primary partner, uh, or for me anyway, and I thought, okay, I need to bring some new ideas to freshen it up, and that's what I've been pondering anyway, is like, what new ideas, for example, and and you you know, you were kind of saying hints from God, and I like that because I'm thinking, okay, Uh, and one thing that came up was actually uh, going uh, dancing, doing some uh, salsa dancing, and I thought, oh, okay, that's kind of a, a new idea. And, but as soon as that came up, there was a parent who was going, oh, I'm not good at dancing. And then I guess so with this new idea, there's, there is a request maybe to be a little bit vulnerable. And in that vulnerability, I guess it feels like there's a risk involved. Uh, and... I guess then that brings up the idea of leaning into 
leaning into this idea and by leaning into it something else can happen and let go of of maybe the fear of oh I'm not good at this and if you lean into the idea again new ideas will come I guess yeah that's what where I was going with this I like it I like it so you know when you look at the people that you work with Jared when you look at the clientele that you have if you call another people mm-hmm. you come alongside. Cassie, the same thing with you. And when we're, like I deal with, with businesses sometimes, and we do leadership and we talk about ideas coming to the table. You know, one of the very first things we make sure that managers and, and bosses understand is that you come to the table with your people, and if your ideas are always the best ideas at the table, then you need some new people at your table. Because that's where that's where growth comes from, and the freedom to be in a place in your in your life, in your marriage, in your job, in your relationships at large, to have the freedom to be able to express an open idea, right? And that concept together. I mean, how much how much better is your business because you let someone else's idea come in? Right? You never know until you do it. So I think we have to be open to other people's ideas as well. So when you look at that concept of idea and the people that you work with, Cassie, how does that word fold into the clients that you work with and the people that you interact with? Well, a lot of the, you know, the things I talk about are around recovery, right? So people that are in that position, they're pretty sure that their ideas are irrelevant because their ideas got them in that position. So it's really about redirecting their thoughts, right? Because everybody's ideas are important. If they weren't, they wouldn't have things like thinking. They don't know what that is. It's a whole bunch of people that sit around and talk about ideas. Right. But, you know, everybody's opinion and idea and journey is important, but sometimes you lose focus, right? So getting back to those original ideas is very important. I like that. How about you, Jerry? Yeah, I like that too. I, uh, okay, that's that's a really good question, and I guess every, every it's important in working with my clients, and is that every idea is important, and sometimes it may not be expressed really well, and we just got to dig. I, I try to get them to dig a little bit deeper. And quite, as you said, sometimes people can be a little bit dismissive very quickly without actually opening up the idea. And there, there should be a rule in, in that every idea is welcome, no idea is to be dismissed, and it just helps to... to um, add more, add more possibility into the pot, and one of the biggest problems I see in businesses today 
and particularly businesses been around for a while, and again, I love acronyms, and I call this the AND problem. So A being for arrogance, uh, N being for nostalgia, and D being for denial. And that is the biggest problem. They're the biggest problems facing a business at the moment is that they can get caught in that trap and no new ideas are uh, allowed in. Um, arrogance being uh, we don't need help uh, and um, uh, nostalgia is this is how we've always done it and uh, D is nothing is broken. Whereas if you bring in on the other hand uh, the, things like innovation, optimization and customer service then there's a whole, uh, there's room for many ideas. And the thing about innovation and optimization and customer service is that they don't actually cost anything. They're, they're just ideas initially. And um, like innovation is about thinking differently uh, from childlike principles. And that's, that's really what ideas are initially. And, and the optimization is just how how can we actually you know we've got so many hours in the week how can we actually improve on that is there a possibility to improve on that and that just comes from ideas and customer service is is what makes businesses and uh, many many businesses it's about customer service and it's the people that are uh, serving customers, they're the ones that actually can come up with the best ideas. So that's where my mind goes to in, in that conversation. Mm, I like it. So much truth. You know, when we really start to think about how we manage other people's ideas around us, how do we manage our own? When somebody comes to you at work and goes, hey, I've got an idea, what's your response? Maybe maybe it's a good self-examination moment for everybody to kind of look around and go, how do I manage that when somebody goes, I have an idea? So let me take you on a different track. One of the one of my great joys in life is my grandchildren. I I just feel honored that that I got chosen right to be the grandmother to those specific kids. But one of the things I love about the freedom of a child is they can run in and go, I've got an idea, and everybody's on board. They've got a game created in three minutes around that toilet paper roll. And everybody, all kids, are, they're so open. They're so open to each other's ideas. And, yeah, let's play this. And I've got an idea. Let's add that. And pretty soon they have this amazing game going on because they just inserted their ideas. Right? When does that stop? Because at some point we work in with junior high kids or high school kids or college-age kids, and we're encouraging them again, put your ideas on the table. And there's so much apprehension of failure, rejection, ridicule, why does it, where does that come in? Where, where does it stop? And how do we, how do we stop? How, how we, how, right? Does he understand what I'm trying to say? What shuts that down? Because at some point, we're coaching them again on how to have ideas that they can believe in. They got no reservations at eight, or at six, or at four, but they're awful at it at 15, or at 25. And so we're restructuring. We got coaches whose only job is to help you make new ideas. Why? Right. Kathy, what's your thoughts on that? Because somewhere along the way they are taught conformity. Mm-hmm. And if you conform, you don't think outside of the box. 
That's one of the reasons I chose to homeschool my kids. Because I could hone in on their specific likes and dislikes and strengths and weaknesses and focus on what it is that makes them want to learn. Mm. I love that. How about you, Jared? Yeah, as as you were speaking there and asking that question, I it, it immediately took me to uh, the uh, whole idea of self-esteem and how vulnerable we are, children are, and you know when we're you know and sometimes it's not even intentional about about I don't actually believe it's it's intention very often, but it's about getting control. But as adults, like we're stressed and we're trying to get control and we're making children, uh, we're sh- maybe shaming them. Uh, uh, you've got to be this way. You've got to be like this. And so the words that came up for me around this were uh, attacking your self-esteem being attacked, your vulnerability, uh, the the whole idea of conformity. You have to conform. And then being shamed, and they're the words of the year, there was four words, self-esteem, vulnerability, shame, and conformity, and eventually being uh, channeled down some, uh, it's like you're yeah, being channeled down one, one line, and it's such a, it's such a, uh, a devastation, really. Uh, and, even as adults, then that carries into why people may be afraid to put forward their ideas because the fear of being laughed at or uh, you don't matter. So it's wow, it's such a we've gone into <laughs> from that word idea we've gone into such a place already of 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 you know immediately I'm thinking oh okay so how can we change this how do we how do we change this how how do we make this matter more, uh, both for children and adults, and that's where my mind went. Oh, see, there you go. Now you'll get an idea. So you'll have to let us know what your idea is from those questions that you asked yourself. Won't it be interesting to see? Won't it be interesting to see? I think that's where ideas come from. You, you put it out to the universe and go, you know, this will be fun. I think this will be a cool thing to see happen. How am I going to get that done? What do I have that can facilitate that? And then all of a sudden, if it's for you to do, you get an idea. I love it. I know that I've had a great time having this conversation, and I can keep having it. But with respect to you, Jared, and your time, and respect to our audience, we are going to have to find a way to run down. So I have an idea. Let's each take the stage for a moment and give our closing arguments. I'm going to start by saying, Jared, thank you so much for owning the idea of coming to join us for hanging out and having this conversation with us. I'm honored that you took your time out of your day yet again to hang out with us, and I hope that it has inspired you and lifted you in a positive way. I hope our audience the same. I hope it gives you pause for thought and a little mind candy to play with for the week. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today with idea? Um, I would like to leave with a challenge. Your ideas matter. 
Uh, if you weren't supposed to think about it, it wouldn't come up. Especially if it is repetitive, right? If it keeps coming up, it keeps coming up. So next time you think about it, write it down because evidently it's important. And remind yourself that it's important and then figure out why. Mm. Love it. I love the challenges that you lay out. I hope that people take them to heart and uh, and, and honor them. Where I kind of lay that out for themselves. What a great way to, to play with the word. I love it. Jared, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today with idea? Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've really enjoyed it. So what comes to mind for me with this idea is for us to play with the, the, the three things we can actually influence is our mindset uh, and our attitude and our self-worth. And we can have a direct influence on that. And when I say our mindset, it's our beliefs. And when I talk about our attitude, it's, I guess, it's our point of view. And even if it wavers, you can still bring it back. You can always decide what direction you want to go with. But most importantly is your self-worth. It's to play with that idea of how, how can I improve my self-worth uh, and to lean into the risk. Your ideas matter. 